0: Morning. Red ten standing by. Red nine standing by. Red three standing by. Red six standing by. Good night. Standing
1: by. You're listening to the Ion Cannon Podcast. Laugh it up, fuzzball. Your source for entertainment
0: reviews from a galaxy far, far away. This is it.
1: laser
0: Welcome to the Ion Cannon Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Stephen, and I'm joined by my friends and co-hosts Tom and William. Today, we're going to be discussing Season 1, Episode 10 of The Resistance, titled Secrets and Holograms. Now, I don't think we have any announcements this week, so let's just dive right into it. Tom, why don't you tell us about the episode?
1: Sure. Tonight, we're going to be rec- uh, recording the episode uh, for Season 1, Episode 10, Secrets and Holograms, written by Stephanie Folsom and Sal Um, and in this episode... When a determined Kaz tries to discover the truth about Captain Doza, he and Tora embark on an adventure where they uncover more about the tower than either bargain for now, out of all the episodes so far, I think this one is definitely one of my favorites because it moved the story forward oh yep.
2: really? Yeah. yeah, I like this well, one it, I did like this one
1: I, I like this one, but but here here's a, here's my one little thing, okay. So the episode begins with Tora playing a video game and she's trying to entertain herself. Okay, hang on. Wait, 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 I'm getting
0: there. I'm getting there. Okay, okay, okay. I'm I'm waiting,
1: Tom. This video game, to me, seemed like it was a cross between Dance Dance Revolution and a flight simulator. How can that be? Oh,
0: this is very important. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, I should put this out here. So William and I both work for Microsoft. This episode and this podcast are not sponsored by Microsoft in any way. Uh, I never thought I would see the Kinect in <laughs> any television thing seriously ever. It Don't looked exactly like a Kinect. Okay. It, apparently, the future of video game—I guess it's the past of video gaming—is like the Kinect with like eight-bit graphics. It looked okay. like uh,
2: asteroids
0: combined with the Kinect. It was okay. asteroids plus maybe a little bit of Flappy Bird plus a Kinect. Yeah, flappy, a just, flappy Bird? What is <laughs> that's amazing
2: description? Okay, okay, Look, okay. I can, I with so a little Dance as Revolution can, inside.
0: A little dance. I can accept a lot of things. This was too much. I think they're gonna like sit down. This was down. over the line for me. Hang well, on. Well, it's not exactly a flight I say sim.
1: This. <laughs> I gotta say this, guys. I honestly watching this thing. I never made the Kinect shun oh well done. sorry i never sorry look at you know me out of the two of you i have i we we have an xbox never had the connect and and i'm a mac guy so for me it was the the you know the the dance revolution because you see that all over the place um but yeah i never i never connected the (laughs) thing at all
0: it was really silly. It it, <laughs> it kind was, it it, kind of bothers me. Especially I, with I don't the know about you, slug. William. It it, 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 I mean
2: they okay, kept wait, calling it a flight sim, and it wasn't cool.
0: exactly
2: a flight sim. It was more like asteroids the worst, or the worst
0: video game ever. Yeah. Okay, whatever it
1: was, but the, but the space slug to come out of nowhere. That was, that cool. was, pretty funny. That was cool. That
0: was cool. Funny. I, I like, like that. that.
1: That's poor game design.
0: The game whole point, point is not. The whole point is your player should be experiencing the game and dealing with these increasing challenges. And something randomly mm-hmm. popping up, you're like, "Oh, it ate you!" is silly. <laughs> what it does, design, to design. Me, Okay, this to be fair, Stephen, you whatever, did go to school for game design, so designed this game in Star Wars in in universe should be fired. Oh come on! A lightsaber series. Look, look, they, they released a new one every. To be year. clear, you're talking about in Literally, universe. They're in very universe. derivative. Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> Okay, but The in-universe game designer, that, like, a coalition. The creativity, for, the creativity for the game, you've got to give the guy at least a 10 womp rat. Oh, I thought it was good.
0: I give, look, uh, I don't know what the in, like, in-game equivalent is of, like, various review sites, but uh-huh. I'm, I guarantee you. Flight Sim 1 was pretty good. You know, they probably got, like, a 9 <laughs> out of 10 womp rat. Flight Sim 2, like, you know, it's a little bit like last year's, Uh, but, you know, maybe that's okay. So we'll give it, a, you know, an 8 out of 10. The next, you're like, oh, it's the same game yet again. Wow, these developers are really lazy, and it just it goes <laughs> downhill there. Okay, <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, I did appreciate it. it. It seemed to me,
2: maybe I'm wrong, but I, I got the impression, especially when they are talking later in the episode about how there's three of them. You know, Tor has like all three versions of, of, mm-hmm. of Flight Simulator, f- Flight Simulator Squadron. The, just the even the name Flight Simulator Squadron is kind of generic, but it also reminds me a lot of Rogue Squadron. Like just like if they just took out the Rogue piece and just tried to make it like a more generic game in Star Wars. Um especially when they're talking about how they have, you know, three different versions, and they were three different Rogue Squadron games and mm-hmm. how reminiscent the Re- Resistance theme is uh, of the Rogue Squadron theme. So uh I don't know. I like to imagine that it's the in universe version of Rogue Squadron just not as good. Oh, too funny.
1: That, that, uh, and what did you think of her pet? I mean, her pet buggles. Buggles. That- Buggles, I mean, would you want to have one of those running around your house? No. <laughs> Why? Yeah, no, no. Why? You don't want a buggle,
0: Stephen. I don't want a buggles. Why don't you want a buggles? I'll I'll take a good old space dog any day. Mm, <laughs> that yeah. Is that thing? It's you want a lost wolf?
1: Well, no, that is a thing because didn't didn't something like that happen? Um, the the Marvel and Guardians of the Galaxy as you're going through there wasn't there that dog in the Russian spacesuit? So there's your space dog. Yeah,
0: there you go. See?
2: Perfect. Yeah. Some people want Loth Wolves, some people want Loth Cats, some people want Buggles, some people want Womprats. I'll take a Womprat.
1: Buggles yeah. was kinda cool. I'll cute take though. I'll take a Loth Womp, I
2: now.
0: could take a Womprat, too. That, I could
2: accept that. Remember, Tora is like so you kinda have to feel bad for Tora, she's she's locked in her room. Literally locked in her room yeah, at Yeah, Locked times. in her room. Um playing yeah, like video games and oh. and play, she's basically forced to play flight simulator and
1: play with buggles all day. Um <laughs> I almost want to say, yeah. Talk to Mother Gothel from Rapunzel. Um, okay, so yes. Sorry, this episode
2: or parts of the episode totally had a Disney vibe to me. Like it's it's a princess of sorts. She's basically the, the you know she's she's Commander uh, Captain Doza's daughter, right? And she mm-hmm. goes downstairs later and was like, oh, you're. You know, you're Captain Doze's daughter. Oh, we'll charge you more. You have lots in of in money. Tower. And
1: you know Let's not forget that. She's trapped in she, a tower.
2: By the way, the sellers yeah. in the in the marketplace, they did what the Guavian Death Gang should have done in the last last episode and said, Oh, you have a lot more money, I'll charge you more. Uh um, there you go. <laughs> we, we were talking about the last <laughs> yes. episode. That's when it would have actually yeah. These guys That's did these guys did come the come Guavian sure. Yeah, should have. Um but um but no, it, it totally reminded me of like a she's basically like a princess right yeah. locked away in her tower dreaming to get out that's a disney
1: princess mm-hmm. episode it's a disney well and and also she's dreaming to get out but she's like begging her father it's like you know what please yes. take me on this hover cruise just once you know just just once but it's hang know, on. it's a classic little classic disney
0: it's a li- when that her reward for this is oh you have to stay inside for another 4 hours and if you do you get to go on a cruise
1: okay but okay <laughs> but, but here's the thing here's the thing he what he didn't want it what is so dangerous for her to be out if the First Order is around? I mean, that was the thing. He promises to take her out once the First Order is gone because it's too dangerous. Look it. She races. She's part of the Aces. She's also, and isn't she part him. of the self-defense force because the Aces defend yeah. the Colossus if there's an issue? But you notice so-
2: when, the, when the First Order is around, he doesn't want her flying. Probably because he doesn't want the First Order to try to shoot down the Aces and killing her in the process.
1: Oh, good point. Thank you.
2: But that being said, you know he doesn't even want her running around the the station either. He he wants her literally locked away in her room. Yeah. Um, you know so, where where when she begs for fresh hair, he says that's what your balcony is for.
0: <laughs> like, well, ouch. That hurts.
1: Uh, yeah, that hurts.
0: And then you make and, a and call to the I'm um, blank. What is it called? CPS, Child Protective Services.
1: <laughs> and that's where she lets down her hair. Sorry, exactly. I, the, the, the Rapunzel references. I'm sorry. No. Instead stop. of
2: letting down her hair, she just. Um, convinces buggles over the edge for D m1n to uh take buggles out so buggles doesn't make a mess um and defecate all over the room and then um Two in the ways. process still does yeah. <laughs> i don't i don't know why 4d needs better training like 4d just because buggles peed on the ground does not mean you forget about the girl you're trying to protect who's running out the door
1: yeah
0: minor details
2: yeah
1: just just just
0: minor
2: oh uh, man yeah
1: she should have waited just a few
2: it. minutes longer before running out the door and then everything would have been okay but uh really would it have been okay well if she waited for buck for buggles and 40 to
1: get around the corner
2: then oh, that's true it would have been it would have been fine
1: um but you know and the other thing the other thing that just her. popped into my head it also reminds me God, I don't know why I'm in this kind of mood tonight by these movies. But it reminded me of Jasmine from Aladdin doing the exact same thing, especially when they go down to the marketplace.
2: Oh yes, you're right. You're yeah. Right. Now again, I know what I know what some people are gonna God, say. God, you are talking Disney Princess. I know what here. some it totally is Disney Princess. Now I know what some people are gonna oh say. God. They made the same complaints. Oh, Disney bought Lucasfilm and then I don't know, Rebels looked like Aladdin, right? Okay, okay fine. There's like a tiny resemblance, but really it's not that big a deal. Also, Disney is not just turning everything to Disney princesses. Don't worry. People. Right,
1: and 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 on and on top of that, one episode and 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 stuff like this does not make you know a a Disney is taking over the thing. Okay? No, no, not at all. I mean, it's just all coincidence.
2: Yes. That being said, this yeah. episode in particular actually did have a Disney feel <laughs> on many was too, levels. It was
1: too darn funny.
2: <laughs> I didn't bother me. I was just like, oh yeah, this is totally a Disney thing. Like, and it was a very Star Wars vibe to it. But um, well, oh yeah,
1: oh the. It, I'll get to that later because there was a really great callback to uh, the. I'm going to get to it now, to get away from the Disney Princess feel to it. It had the callback to Episode Four, where they're in when they were in their version of the trash compactor. Yes, which I liked. And that was and and that was with Kaz because we kind of left Kaz <laughs> out of this, but because we're jumping all over the place, um, as we do. Yeah,
2: yeah. Instead of being a trash trash compactor, it's a trash incinerator, which was fun. Uh, it's a which nice twist really on fun. it. I like the twist on the. On your your usual uh, Star Wars fair, um, and, and they and then they basically got to play another holo game, <laughs> jumping mm-hmm. around the lasers trying to escape.
1: Which which wasn't it? I thought it was really funny. Didn't she sit there and say, "Um, Kaz, the door that way," because I think he was trying to go. somewhere. Did oh, was he trying he? to I go t- through the vent? I can't I wonder, remember. I,
0: I thought he was trying. To trying to get to Doza's office, I think.
1: Okay, and I think she was just like, "No, the door that way."
2: Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah Rooms like, this like, oh, way. Yeah. No, that's 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 earlier when. Oh, sorry yeah, about that. When uh, when he was trying to get to Doza's office, but um, okay. but yeah, no. I mean, you know, it, it was a, um, it, it was a Disney-ish episode, but it was a good. I still, it's it's a fun time. It's a it's a good episode. Um, we we get finally, finally, Commander Pyre decides to come to the Colossus. Um, if you'll remember, Captain Doza agreed to let the First Order protect the station from pirates at the end of Senara's score. But then nothing happened in the Platform Classic. I love the Platform Classic, but nothing happened. Where right. was Captain Pyre? Commander Pyre? I don't know. Um, well, maybe he Commander decided Pyer, to wait. Uh-huh. Okay.
1: Commander Pyre was probably watching on Starkiller Base, the uh, Platform Classic. So he had money on the race.
0: True. Uh, he, was probably, uh, he was probably it, it all. He uh, was probably It all makes sense now. So. Yeah.
2: On further investigation, though, I, I, I was thinking about this as I was putting together the preparing for the podcast tonight. Um, later on the episode. So, so Commander Pyre doesn't show up in this episode, um, which was oh, sorry in the last episode. So we had to wait. And he, Commander Pyre is like, at the end of Scenario score. Commander Pyre says, I'm coming. Let's make a deal. He doesn't show up in the in the platform classic. He waits an episode and then comes in secrets and holograms. Okay, that you could kind of ignore that. But then yeah. later in the episode, um, the, uh, uh, the aces are kind of complaining about how secretive Doza has been and, uh, you know, and, and Griff mentions that he's upset that Captain Doza hasn't restarted the races and, and says it's been too long since we've seen some action. You literally I, you just, just flew in the platform yesterday. classic, like just yeah. yesterday or in the last episode, which I totally miss that makes me wonder where the episode switched in ordering should this episode have come before the platform classic? Because then it would have made sense. The platform classic Mm -hmm. was like this big reinitiation of the races, right? And then Griff actually gets to race. Commander Pyre would have come to the Colossus station immediately after he said he was coming. Mm. I have to wonder if they swapped the ordering for some reason.
1: Maybe. Okay. Maybe they wanted to draw the actual storyline of the first order out one more episode for some reason coming up, you know, I think so. Maybe yeah. Coming into the, yeah, maybe yeah. coming into the mid season, uh, um, uh, the mid season, uh, episode, maybe that's why they switched it. Yeah. Um, but I, I, mean, I think it, it seemed like it was a minor detail cause you, you also could have read into, you know, maybe there was some other races, not just the platform classic, but I totally agree with it. It makes sense that, the episodes were flipped because why were Doza in the last episode say that they needed to bring much uh, needed uh, economy and the race would do it. Right.
2: And you know, the other, the only other option is that, well, uh, continuity aside, continuity errors. Yeah. So that's the third option. But um, the other, <laughs> other option is that there's it's actually been not. a lot of time passed in this episode, which True. you know, as we saw between um, signal from sector six and scenario score, there was a significant amount of time that, that had passed right between those episodes. Because, uh, cause, you know, Kaz says, oh, this happened a while back. You know, they rescued Sinara a while back. And um, she'd been settled in for a while. So time is progressing quickly. Mm. But I feel like it probably wouldn't have passed that quickly. The Griff would be upset about not racing for for a while. So, because I feel like, you know, you probably don't have a race every day. You probably have a race every week or two or three. Well, if it's and like so a If NASCAR you, had, if you race. haven't had a race in a while, that you're probably looking yeah. at a couple months.
1: Yeah. If it's like, if, it, if it's a NASCAR race, they normally race. Uh, every uh, every week, but then there is the off season while well, they get themselves ready for the next race. But it's it's a long season with like maybe a couple months break. But then it's a long season. Yeah, so.
2: I so I don't know. That that's my theory. The ordering of the episodes was switched. That's my theory. Okay, I know. We will see. Um,
1: now what? with Commander Pyre showing up, it actually does bring up the movement of the storyline further in what's going on because Kaz actually gets to do some spying in this episode.
0: I, I have to say, I also really appreciated he, it wasn't that he got, just did some spying. He was actually, we, at least we didn't see anything. There's no, like he didn't get a call from Poe reminding him to go do it. He was just, that's right. how the episode starts is him going out and being like, let's see what we can find out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He took it. I really appreciate Yeah. I really appreciate that. Well, if you're talking last episode about it, it was nice to see Kaz Kaz's development agree i love seeing it here as well yeah Yeah, like he you know
2: he 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 starts to go spy on the tower right he wants to go find out more information and literally runs into tora doza sneaking out of the tower um and you know he he ends up going with her to you know have some fun he tries to actually he tries to make up an excuse and she just doesn't care but in the process he starts to get some information about the first order from him, and he's able to very quickly change tactics and realize that he's going to get the information he's seeking from Tora and stick with her. And mm-hmm. oh, let's go play games together. And initially, I was like, oh, he's just being Kaz, and now he's completely forgot about his spying. He's just going to p- go play video games. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh no. He turns to BB 8 and says, ah, this is how we're going to get the information we need. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Kaz, right. you're being a great spy. He's, he's, learning.
1: Yeah. he's learning. He's learning. <laughs> But the nice I'm thing so about proud of you, this, Kaz, you're growing up. <laughs> and, but you see, the, the nice thing about this, his, his, his normal Kaz, if you want to call it, comes out in the natural point when he's in there playing the game with Tora, and he's trying to hide himself from being caught. So that, to me, totally works, and then when he's got a spy, he goes back to being like his grown-up self. Right
2: right yeah. yeah no it, it, it I thought it's not, it was much better was Kaz has improved some by leaps and bounds in the last two episodes, mm-hmm. uh, in terms of
1: becoming more of a of an adult you know he has maybe this, he has a lot time of time has, had passed between the platform classic and this if you want to look at it from that point of view, maybe maybe yeah. I don't
2: know um you know we 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 find out that you know Tara takes Kaz to yet another of the Aces lounges. Uh, an even fancier version and and than the one Hype took them to in the High Tower. And everyone's there mm-hmm. Freya Fenris, Griff Holleron, Bo Keevil, Hype Faison, even Jace Rucklin, who is now working for Hype. And
0: I did like seeing him come back. Me too. Mm-hmm. Me too. It was, an, it was a nice little touch.
1: Yeah. Well, because the nice thing about it was you definitely picked up that he was trying to find a way to foil whatever Kaz was doing. Didn't matter because Kaz did what he did to jay's then jay's had to get back at him
2: well he still he still holds a grudge even though kaz literally saved his life he's angry at kaz um and that you know he has to go buy a new speeder and in order to do that repair the speeder he has to bring hype bantha milk and
1: he's he was a waiter (laughs) sorry it was like one of those things where it's like you're a waiter now
2: (laughs) um but uh you know, I I also like the the scene where Captain Doza meets with Commander Pyre, and starts to inquire about the you know the number of First Order troops that will be stationed on the Colossus and their, the length of their stay after the pirates have been eliminated. He starts to ask actually really good questions. You know, he doesn't mm-hmm. just say, mm-hmm. um, you know, a, a lot of times especially in, in shows um, when someone offers help, they're like, okay, we'll accept your help, and they don't ask any questions. Like, what does right. this mean? And he he actually asks those questions. How long are you going to stay? Uh, how many people are you going to
0: have? And of course, Pyre. Uh, kind of evades heard of the, the most important question, right? How long after the pirates are gone will you still be here? Yep. And I love yeah. Pyre's responses. Like you know, you understand it. Pirates can pop up at any time.
1: In but other we'll words, be here for, <laughs> it's like we'll be here as long as we need to. Because and then you knew right under his breath. It's like because we control the pirates, we'll be here as long as they're there. Yes, we are
2: never leaving. Ever. Yep. Ever.
0: Um, okay,
1: so that, that brings up a question about this. What is so important about the Colossus that the First Order needs to be there? Well, the, whole, you, the premise
0: is that they're moving fuel through it, right?
1: But, it but, is, that, but is that mm-hmm. it, though? But is that just it, though? Not just that they're moving fuel. I mean, that sure, that could be like... The thing, but is it close to like, you know, um some kind of secret base the first order, you know, needs to let's say they want to mm-hmm. put they are putting a garrison there to help with pirates. But could the actual garrison be there because they need a base close enough to something, a secret location they want to hide?
2: Well, I think it's 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 near the outer rim, right? Uh right. Or it's in the outer rim, it's near the uh, the unknown regions. And so right. um I have to imagine that there's a, um, uh, it, it, it's a great staging ground and mm-hmm. an easy way to get materials and other things transported to and from the First Order's base. Yep. Okay. But you're right. You know, The, 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 the First Order clearly wants it. And I would love to get more information about this.
0: Mm-hmm. At
2: some and point.
1: it's fascinating to see that Doza is that, it, it's, it's nice to see that he's being diligent to get all the information, but it's also fascinating to watch, or at least the way it's being acted. He's still hesitant, but it's a reluctant hesitant.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he, he, he I was going to say, he knows it's a, it's a one, like if he makes this deal, there's no coming back from it. It's a right. very, it's a permanent thing.
1: Right. And which I think ties into something that we see later. Well, do we, should we talk about that now? I, I have no problem with it. I okay, have no so, problem with
0: it. So later in the episode, Kaz... I'm assuming you're talking about this at least. Yes. Kaz is in uh, Doza's office hiding in the closet. And he finds Doza's old... What I presume are Doza's old Imperial uniforms. Mm-hmm. What, like, what do you guys think that means?
1: Okay. I've thought about this. Okay. I... I honestly don't think it means, and I hope I'm right, I don't think it means anything for the show by way of him being a first-order sympathizer or a first-order spy. I think that basically he could be like Yeager, Yeager, that he just wants to walk away from it. He's done with it. He's burned out. I just want to be responsible for the people on this platform. And, you know, that's in the past. Let's move forward, mm-hmm. and that's why I think for me, it's like almost a reluctant acceptance that the first order is getting on that platform, or he would let them on the platform, even though he's asking legitimate questions. Mm-hmm. It's a reluctant acceptance that it's going to happen because he went through all of that with the empire, right? And remember, and just, just because he was God. in,
2: just because he was in the empire, doesn't mean he's aligned with the first order, right? They are technically Absolutely. different take organizations, a, different governments. Take,
1: that's right. And take a look at Callus. Callus was part of the First Order. I'm sorry, part of the Empire, and he ended up getting out of that and being part of the Rebellion. So, right. anybody like that can change.
2: Now, what's interesting so, is he does keep it in his office. Like, right? That's, you know, I don't, I don't know what that means, but
0: uh, I, we, were, Stephen, you had, you had some thoughts. Okay. No, go ahead. No, I just, I, I think Doza is the uh, what is it? The red herring mm-hmm. is that the right phrase. Yeah, yeah I think. Yeah. That is going to distract Kaz from the true spy. Yep. And I'm blanking on her name. Why am I blanking on her name? Sonara? Oh, Sonara? Tora. Tora. Oh, you think Tora Tora. is the real spy? The last couple minutes, I'm just... I'm very, very suspicious of Tora. Really? Yeah. And I wonder if, you know... So the uniform is, you know... Obviously, she didn't live through the horrors of the Empire. Mm -hmm. Right. But her father did. Right. And I can very much see her... Idolizing it in the way that would be very uh... interesting because her father
2: well was part of it. Interesting, yeah. And she does; she does say at the very end, you know, "Who are you, Kazuda?" And mm-hmm. as well as there's another comment she makes earlier where she says that she keeps a very close eye on her father's business. Exactly. It's like, wait, okay, what? Exactly. Why you're like, what?
1: Fourteen? Okay, Why? Well, mm-hmm. that that would be a twist that I would if if that's true, man. That's a twist that I would not see coming.
0: Uh, that. That's what I'm hoping for, because that's the moment where, like, oh, this gets really interesting suddenly. That would be amazing. That would be, yeah. And I think there's an interesting, another interesting angle to
2: this as well, because you'll remember in the last episode, we were were talking about how Doza calls Yeager an old friend. And I said, let's come back and talk about this in the next episode. Oh, yeah. So now that we know that Doza is an Imperial, former Imperial officer, and we know that Yeager was a pilot in the Rebellion. If they're old friends, like how did they meet? What's their backstory here? Did they I don't know, did they, maybe they met during the, the you know the Galactic Civil War and were on opposite sides and ended up working together somehow? Um, well you
1: can also you can also look at it from the point of view of is it possible that after Jaeger Squadron, after the Battle of Jakku, there was uh you know a prison camp? Yeah. And he was somehow associated with the Jaeger. Was associated as part of a prison guard. I don't know. And you had Doza yeah, as part is. of the, the. I mean, there there's that aspect because the, there there is the constant story when you look back at, at what happens after World War II. You have veterans who end up because of certain situations end up becoming friends with people on the other side. Exactly.
2: Yeah. And it's yeah. the
1: same thing here.
2: I think it's such a cool you know subplot uh, right. that I would love to learn more about. I suspect they they knew each other during the Galactic Civil War.
0: mm Hmm. I think that's,
2: yeah, I agree. Yeah. That just sounds so cool. Yeah. Please tell me
0: more. <laughs> no, I and think there's a moment or an episode coming where we're going to get all these little threads of backstory that feel very random amongst all these characters. And I think it's going to come together in a really cool way.
2: Yeah. I agree. I agree. Uh, the I think you're right. It's just, this is a red herring and they're setting things up. They're trying to make for,
0: it look somewhere else. And if it's Tora, yeah. I, I
2: really hope it's Torah now. That'd be an amazing I, it, twist. If you well,
0: watch the episode again, because there's a lot of like, she's got this
2: kind of. Pl- she pe- appears ditzy and flighty at times, but she's really smart.
0: Yeah, and and there's well, almost she has to be too sure much. She's, an A's she's pilot. almost too innocent. Yeah, in mm-hmm. some ways, she's real interested in her father's business. She's really interested in the station. Like, there's something there. I'm. You can call me. I, I will call it now. I think there's something there. Yeah.
2: It and like Kaz is trying okay, to sneak into minute. the tower, and I, she doesn't
0: even call him on it. She doesn't
2: try to. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Okay. So so I'm gonna I'm mm. gonna just just for argument's sake, if that is the case, then it's it's one of two things. They've shown their cards too early, number one, and number two. Is the mid-season replacement probably a setup? for a lead in to what's going to happen going into leading up to the force awakens, because if you're, if you're throwing that out there this soon, then you've shown your cards. If that's how you're reading it, because really Kaz has not uh, been looking for the spy until really this episode.
0: The thing to keep in mind though, is each episode, like, you know, we were talking about this with our review of the last episode. Not Mm. every episode is moving the story forward, right? And so is this just, is this, now that they've started to hint at this, are we not going to have the story move forward in the same way for, you know, a couple of episodes? Or the other question is, are we going to see a dramatic shift in the show itself? Like think about how Rebels at the end of season one moves off of lethal and it changes the dynamic of the show completely. Or is there something similar that's going to happen here?
1: Coming up after the season, uh, the mid-season finale.
0: Yeah. Like, Is that when the show is going to go off the rails in some ways and go into something totally different?
1: Well, it could because if, let's say, the next couple episodes leads into... Or the next episode, we start seeing the first... We don't hear an actual agreement, but we assume the agreement was made because the First Order is actually landing a garrison on the Colossus. Then that would be the major shift.
0: Yeah.
2: I I do think we'll see a major shift. I think it's going to happen at the season finale. I think it'll tie into the Force Awakens and something big will happen. It'll be a completely different you show almost. You think it's the season finale or the I think it's the season finale thing. because the mid-season okay. finale is actually next week. Um maybe it'll be the mid-season finale. It could be, but I I I wonder if you know, we we have to there's a bunch there's a lot of threads that to pick that they, they have to finish off before they can kind of um or maybe maybe they won't finish up. But I feel like there's a lot you know, to but, wrap but, up yeah, first Yeah, that, that, thing. I mean that things away from the they... Colossus. But um I think we'll see VB eight go off with Poe and we'll see yep. us hit the Force Awakens timeline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I think Kaz might join the actual resistance, like the the real resistance. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh not that he isn't technically a member right now, but I think he'll, you know, j- fill out join up with a so. larger group. And we'll see some
0: actual First Order missions, uh, resistance missions against the First I Order. Think, I think you're right. Here's my, here's my big prediction. Okay, go ahead. So, Tom, I think you're right. Mid-season finale, we're going to get a First Order garrison on the Colossus, which will include a deeper investigation and basically an upping of peril for Kaz. Now he's much closer to being rooted out. And if he's rooted out, you know, they're going to kill him. And I think the season finale is either the Colossus is being destroyed or Yeager and the rest of the crew being forced out. Like they're forced off the station, they're on the run, they're, and they will join up with Resistance for season two. That That's would be my amazing prediction.
1: So okay, and then Yeager would go back into being a pilot, and whatever aces do not stay. Well, ye- believe Yeager in the first be, order. Go Yeager may with Yeager old enough.
0: He may be old enough and experienced enough that he's not actually going to become a pilot. He may become a you know commander um, or, commander something or like general general. Okay. Yeah. But I uh, I think that's what we're gonna move into. I, think I right. hope so.
1: I hope so. One thing though, and I just thought of this and it's going off in a tangent. I hope before the episode or or whatever happens in resistance we see that one ship that they're constantly working on actually fly and look like it does in the actual logo you've only actually, seen it crash
0: i'm assuming we'll see it in the, uh, either mid season or end of the se- uh, like second half of the season okay cuz you're right we should we have to see that too
1: yeah cuz it's in the logo you got to see that thing fly other than crash right. sorry to tangent so let's right. go back
2: at some point they got to prepare the fireball i mean they did make Eighty thousand credits in the last episode, and I would hope that Marcus wouldn't keep it all for himself, since Yeager let him win.
1: Well, um, you know that's true. He he could he could have slid like you know ten grand at least to his brother.
0: Yeah, like hey, thank you. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah to be fair, your on. family, Yeager, like Yeager doesn't ever seem to be whacking for money. It's no, only he does And his employees. Point. Actually, I take that back. It's only Kaz. Everyone else seems to be fine.
1: That's actually a good point.
2: Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, it's just really Kaz who's lacking for money, oh, mostly because he actually doesn't know how to do his job. Uh,
1: mm. <laughs> well, sure.
0: Okay, Minor sure. details, William. Sure. Either of I mean, them.
1: <laughs> what, what you have to give Kaz credit for one thing: <clears throat> mm. he did make Jace look bad in this episode, inadvertently. Because remember, yes, because <laughs> because <laughs> Jace again. actually once yeah, again he Jace makes was it. actually trying to to follow him around. Yeah, and trying to figure out what he was up to.
2: Jace was onto him. He saw him going to the office. Absolutely. And, told... and he even,
1: he went so far as grabbing Doza and saying, "Doza, there's somebody in your office. There's somebody in your office."
2: Which, like, and sorry, little, that took some little guts. Little tattletale. Yeah, especially during when he's in front of the First Order. He's like, walks up to the First Order, and is like, "Hey, look no, what I saw."
0: It's either guts or lack of brain, and uh, I think it's lack. Of I brain. think it's actually yeah. lack of
2: brain. You're right. Yeah, um, lack of brain. Also, why didn't Commander Pyre say like something weird's going on? Let me help investigate. Um. Doesn't think Pyre cares.
1: That that would I think that would have been a little too easy.
2: Yeah, maybe. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think I think that would have been a little too easy. I think in this case, you know, since the first order doesn't have their garrison on there yet, he definitely could have said it. But this right now, until we get on there, this is Commander Doza's problem, and he's got to deal with this roughly. True. True. Yeah. Um. But I mean.
2: Kaz got really lucky because clearly Doza does not want Jace knowing about his Imperial uniform in there because he, he you know Correct. Jace they, they were about ready to reveal Kaz and I like the yeah. there's a nice bit of uh, suspense there.
1: good staging yes. he,
2: yeah yeah he, he's about ready to open that closet door where, where Kaz is hiding and Doza's like what the heck are you doing don't stop well, digging around my stuff go empty the trash <laughs> Like, and notice who's the one that stops that
0: Doza I don't know First time was Doza. First time it's Doza. Second time, Second is Tora. time. it's Tora. It's mm-hmm. Torah. Hmm. I, I don't I know. know. I I just I think she knows. I don't know.
2: She had convenient timing, that's for sure. Hmm. Um. Which I can't I'm
1: really showing their cards too early. And, and in my also, opinion.
2: well, okay. So there's a couple. There a couple things that are convenient that I I thought was convenient at the time, and maybe maybe Torah planned it. Like when there. They leave. She takes him to the, to the lounge and then they leave the lounge and start to go to her room to play the, the game. And on the way they run into her father and commander Pyre talking and Pyre gives him the data pad and they, they get to actually oversee all this. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. somehow Tora ends up on one side of the hallway and Kaz and BB8 end up on the other side of the hallway. So Kaz and BB8 can have a, their little side conversation without yep. Tora overhearing. Um, and then you know, she she pulls him into the room and and they play for a little while, but it's just a little little odd. And then, you know, the her droid 40 comes in and she she hides Kaz on the on the bed under the stuffed animals, which his expression was hilarious. Um mm-hmm. and again she causes a distraction allowing Kaz to escape. And she doesn't really go looking
0: for him for a while. I'm telling
1: you, she knows.
0: She knows, William.
1: Well, the funny thing is she even sits here and confronts him flat out toward the end of the episode. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't know. I, I still think I she still says, are you a just, spy? Yeah. But I, I still think it is just a little too soon. I think, I don't know. I mean,
2: I don't th- think we'll find out point until be a red much later. You you really have right. to be paying kind of close attention to to, to Suspectora, I think. I think I'm I think it's only because Steven pointed out that we're all talking about this. Right. Uh, otherwise we wouldn't be. No, that's
1: a good point. just watch, it's going to happen. It's
2: it's it's the uniform that's
0: trying to they're trying to throw off this everyone off the scent. Mm-hmm.
2: But you see well, the and, they been, is, and
0: they've been throwing it at uh Doza for a couple of episodes as well. They right, have been. Right. They have been. So, I don't know. I mean,
2: Tom originally and uh, you and I were talking before the show. Could could Torah figure out that Kaz is is really? I mean, he 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 tells her he lies and says he isn't the spy. Mm-mm. And then he just you know became a pilot because he wanted to be after he left right. the New Republic. But you know, you and I were talking. Should he? Could he? <clears throat> could he tell her eventually, or have her find out and have her and have um? And start she starts helping him. You know, um. But I don't know. Maybe yeah. Maybe that it's would, the opposite. I know.
1: Well, but then again. If you want to look at it this way from Steven's point of view, if she is the spy, okay, she would ultimately benefit from helping Kaz. Because she that, will, I
0: think she wants to hurt. Like
1: no, but well, if she's sorry. working you mean but, double
0: agent but, style. That's
1: right, double yeah. agent is what I'm saying. If she double agents Oh, I see what
0: you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. she gets the inside the inside track. That's right. And yes. she
1: can feed him whatever whatever information. Because if you're taking it from that point, of view, feed him whatever information and basically at a, at a certain point discredit or try to start discrediting Kaz to the resistance. Mm-hmm. And then there's a certain point in which he starts catching on and realizes that he's being played. I mean, th- th- there's so many ways, if you want to look at it from that point of view, a storyline can go, we don't know, the writers do. Right. But we will know. At some point. That's I true. think I think the actual spy is that that creepy looking lady with the cane and the green head. That's kind of like the, <laughs> Garma? Yeah,
2: she is. I think creepy. that's just too easy
1: because she she's basically somebody that can be overlooked. Sorry, I okay. feel like she's a
2: predator. She was like trying to ask Kaz to stay with her. It was just really weird.
1: Yeah, way. like just no. I, I say it I
2: feel like she needs a restraining order. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> She's the one everyone on the station's like, stay away. Don't go near Garma. <laughs> yeah, stay away.
1: And by the way, if you drop something in the hallway, she'll be the first one to grab it and run. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> even though she'll run slowly, she will grab it. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah, Garma's creepy. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, okay. So think...
1: here's here, here's another thing I want to throw out. Okay. Okay. So. If the first order does get on the platform, okay, the bigger question would be: is this, if Doza does, be if Doza is very reluctant to have them there, and they start coming in, they start taking over, they start doing this, they start doing that. Do you think Doza would have it in himself to contact the resistance directly and tell them what's going on? If, if the stuff between the first order and the people in the Colossus turns sour.
2: How oh, do you know? Mean, what's his other choice? I mean if the aces can't he I think he'd try to turn to the aces. The aces can't handle it. Well, he doesn't want to bring like, the war to the to Castellon, but what else can he do? He can't like the pirates are working for the first order. If the first order is taking him over, I think he turns to to, to Yeager and probably trusts Yeager enough that he says, Yeager, talk to the New Republic or talk to the resistance and help me out because you know, I I trust you, and this is mm-hmm. we're under attack.
1: I mean that that's the other thing to where it was pointed out that since they've known each other for a long, an old friend, I could see that happening that he would turn to Jaeger, but then again, Jaeger would have to turn to Kaz because Jaeger would be like, "I want nothing to do with this." Kaz, you're the one that's the spy. You go do what you're supposed to go do. Maybe, uh, or, think, or he
0: turns. to I po. think Jaeger Ye- is going to have to turn.
1: Yeah. Reluctantly, term, from reluctantly from appearances, yes. There can't be any middle ground here. Mm
0: -hmm. He has to help. Eventually.
2: He'll be the reluctant hero, but he will join.
0: If nothing else, I'm sure he'll help once, you know, the entire New Republic capital gets blown up. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing. It's usually a good sign that, like, hmm, maybe maybe they're the bad guys. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just a bit.
2: Yeah.
1: Just a bit. (sighs) So are we about ready to review this one?
2: I think so. Let's, let's do it. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, I'll go. Because I think, honestly, this is one of their best episodes they've done to date. I think this is one that they moved. They actually did move the story forward. I enjoyed this immensely. Even though I did not make the connection to the game at the beginning. <laughs> um, sorry. Um, I'm giving this one an 8.5. I actually raised it from what I had earlier. But it's an 8.5 episode. Solid. Very solid episode. I am taking my eight Womp Rats, 8.5 Womp Rats, and they're going to be with Tora playing the game. But they... Uh, yeah, they're going to be in Tora's room playing the game. And every once in a while, she's going to take one and she's going to feed it to Bubbles because that's Bubbles' <laughs> oh, actually geez. favorite favorite meal or delicacy. Wow, that's that's yeah. creepy. Yeah. Uh, wow, yeah. <clears throat> um, or... Or or sorry. You see, on her pad that she's dancing on, there's eight point five pads, and they're the womp rats.
2: It's not pads, it's motion sensitive.
1: Whatever. <laughs> Hologram
2: it's,
0: it's 3D, I don't know. Yeah. Never mind. Okay. I'm gonna anyway. go back to being delicacies. Um, okay. Um All right, William. Sure, I'll go. Uh
2: yeah, this I, I thought this was a great episode as well. It definitely had a um the Disney princess influence, but I don't think that hurt it at all. Uh, I, I like seeing a little more depth to to Torah. We've seen her before uh, a bit. I Actually, never really made the connection that uh, every time we'd seen her, it's it's been in the high tower or when she's or she's been in the cockpit of a ship. Uh, this is the first time they've we've actually learned that no, she's actually kind of a prisoner in her own her own house. And um, again, a, a, another opportunity to, to learn a lot more about um, the, some of the the main characters, Tora and and Captain Doza, um, and they're they're moving the plot along quite a bit. Uh, Mm -hmm. Kaz almost got found out as a spy um, and then almost proceeded to tell uh, Tora about it in a public spot. Not maybe the best option, but um, (laughs) you know, Uh, no, it was was a great episode. I thought they did a great job Uh, and I'm going to give it eight and a half womper out of 10 and uh, my eight and a half womper Well, they're also in Tora's room because apparently that's where all the, the fun stuff happens um it's got to be if if you know that's your only place in the world um Mm -hmm. but 40 is going to walk in and and detect the presence of the womp rats and then turn red and yell intruder and start blasting the womp rats
1: totally forgot about that that's right
2: and then throw them in the incinerator so good times for all wow okay
1: nice steven you're up
0: all right, so I think I'll just I'll have to make it unanimous. Uh, eight and a half womp rats out of ten. I also thought it was a great episode. Really enjoyed it. I especially like maybe I'm picking up on nothing, but I enjoy this idea that Tor is actually evil, um, and I like how this that starts to feed into everything as well. Uh, now, I'm truly divided on how to spend my womp rats. So, I'm just, <laughs> one I'm, of your womp is so, really? already <laughs> divided with eight and a half. There's but there's a, so yeah. four and a half of them are just totally innocuous they're certainly not doing anything they're not plotting evilly like torah uh mm-hmm. but maybe they are uh so that's that's the first part that's not as good now nah, you don't know, forget that uh so you want to know why flight sim games is apparently stuck in star wars it's because they're all being developed by eight and a half womp rats and uh <laughs> what do you know they don't know how to make games i wouldn't expect to womprat to know how to make a game
1: fascinating and you would be right you know what we have been doing this how many years with womp rats do we really know them
0: I think we
2: do we them. know the womp rats very well we do yeah
1: Absolutely. but you only know them as fodder we don't know them
2: wait you don't know womp rat wompy whomp, rat is his name
1: oh no we're best friends I did friends. not know there was a P
2: rat it's rat
1: okay yeah
2: exactly okay <laughs> I apologize to all of our listeners for that <laughs> <laughs> And on that note... And on that note, let's talk about what's coming up next week.
1: (laughs) Okay. Um, I'll take this one. Um, So coming up next week, Resistance, it's going to be Season 1, Episode 11, Station Theta Black. This is when Poe and Kaz find an old First Order mining facility. BB-8 discovers that the facility isn't so abandoned. And it appears that this is the mid-season finale, and the episodes are going to return on January sixth, so there's going to be a, a bit of a break because naturally we've got the holidays coming up, and uh, that kind of makes sense. Yeah,
2: but we will have lots of fun stuff for you in the meantime. We have yep. um, We'll have our review of Lego Star Wars All Stars. Watch well. it. And, Very uh, fun. and we might have a um, uh, another fun interview coming up. So we will we will we won't say any mm. more right now, but nope. uh, well, we might have some fun stuff happening in the near future. So please stay tuned. But first we still have station theta black and that episode sounds really cool.
0: Yep. Yeah.
2: So, uh, we'll be back next week with the mid season finale.
1: Thank you for listening to the ion cannon podcast, your source for entertainment reviews from a galaxy far, far away. For over a decade, ion cannon has covered every corner of the saga from the films and animated series like the clone wars and rebels to books, comics, games, and more. If you like what you hear, please rate us in your favorite podcast client. Your review will help this show grow within the Star Wars community. We can be found at our website, ioncannoncast.com, and you can follow us through Facebook and Twitter. To email us, you can do so at contact at IonCanonCast.com. The Ion Cannon podcast is not associated with Lucasfilm, The Walt Disney Company, or any and all of their respective trademarks or copyright holders. Any opinion expressed on the show are that of the hosts. This podcast is a production by fans, for fans, and is copyright 2018.